Like, for example, my decision to come to Portugal. You know, when I decided to think about whether I should or not, one of the first things I do is to think about what do I want? Because most of the time is that most people, in my case, would be going, yeah, but with Karen, my wife, what would the kids think? What would my mother-in-law who lives with us, what would she think? Like, that's like an immediate thing. And to me, I'm like, no, 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 I can't, as crazy as that sounds, I can't factor in my kids and what they want or my wife wants in that decision. Because if I think about them, right, which you automatically do, you all, you limit what's possible, yeah. right? And so therefore, I just went straight to like, what do I, me, Lawrence, do I want to go there? Do I want to, is this what life that I want to pursue? Yeah. Without any bias from my family, and then I, then I start dreaming. Yeah. From that dream, whatever I think, I'm like, okay, that could be happening. I can do this. And this. Then I add the factors. Yeah. Right. Then I add the like the constraints. Yep. All right. Well, welcome back to the Wabi Sabi podcast, and today topic is awesome jim yeah. i love the suggestion you yeah. made on this particular topic because i think well, let's let's name the topic and then we'll kind of talk yeah. about it it's life by design yeah. and you know you brought up this topic and i think reality well, the first thing that hit me was like of course like everyone everybody yeah. actually not actually, actually i'll take that back yeah. i take that back i was going to say everybody is always designing a life by design but i just realized i spoke too soon yeah. because there are a lot of people who are consciously creating a life by design and there are a whole bunch of people that are just living life yeah. with no design unconsciously so yeah i don't know let's maybe we'll start there yeah. like, what do you think about 100 yeah I was, i'm glad you corrected yourself because i would have actually gone hang on man. let's 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 retake this because i think that there's there are people who create a life by design and whatever that looks for them and we'll definitely talk about that but there's a whole subset of people who for one reason or another don't they, they don't it set an intention for their life they had the effect of it so life kind of dictates to them what their life's going to be and let's for a moment acknowledge that there are people who are born into incredible challenges who we can't even imagine and and their our worst day is probably their best day ever so let's acknowledge yeah. that first from the start but then we're looking at the subset of people who are probably listening to this podcast who are trying to be proactive and make a change in their life and world they're the kind of people we're talking about, people who mm. have the capacity to create a life of design, but what stops them? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, absolutely. So actually, let, let's go, let, let's think about this for a second. Do you think that there are people who actually consciously create life by design all the time? Like, I'll be the first one to admit, I, you know, I create my life by design in a way, but I don't consciously think about it all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's a 100% focus every day. I'm like trying to design. Like, I just don't have that discipline, I guess, in myself to, to really do that. I sort of like, okay, this is kind of what I want. I kind of move yeah. towards it and somehow, you know, not magically it happens. Like, I mean, obviously I do the work and, and, and things do happen. But do you find, like, I don't know how you function, Jim. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, we've never talked about this before. So I'd love to hear your insights and, and I'd love to hear and learn from you. Okay. So short answer is I think there are people like that who create a life by design. And I actually am in that category. And, and, mm. and I'll tell you what I mean by that is I do a lot of work on visualizing exactly what direction I want to go. Now, I don't have the infinite detail, but I've got a, yes. a general direction. And, and it really hit me. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, how it really hit me and how powerful that was. Like when I turned 50 a few years ago, I had a surprise birthday party. And I'm not, I, I'm kind of like, I, 
like I don't like drawing attention to myself. Funny as it may sound, mm. but I don't I don't like drawing attention to myself. And things like parties and stuff, they're not that's not me. When I say parties, I love them, but I just I don't I didn't want a, a birthday party. But Bettina decided that I was going to, so she, I had a, a surprise party. And a lot of my closest friends flew in from all over the country in Australia to surprise me, which was amazing. I thought we were just going to have dinner, close family, but that, that's what happened. And when I was actually there. I got really emotional because all my closest friends had, had come in and flown in there. But then it hit me that I went up and said, guys, can you just hold on for a second? I walked up to my office, came back, and I read my ideal life. And so for the last five years, you know, I designed it five years earlier. And every day I read that. And every day subconsciously I just read it and created a vision of where I wanted it to go. And on my birthday... It, it, I'd said on my 52nd birthday, but it was actually on my 50th, pretty much everything, everyone was exactly the way that I've outlined. Mm, and down to the vacations, the connections with family, the freedom, the business, the finance, all that kind of stuff too within not annually uh, 100% on point, but 95% there. And to me, that really reaffirmed the power of intention. So yeah. I, I don't, I don't yeah. get to the point where I'm so rigid that I don't enjoy the fun part of it. But for me, mm -hmm. a life by design is about going, hey, stake a claim, stake a claim and go, this is where I want to go. And mm -hmm. that becomes the reference points upon which all decisions and actions emanate from. All right, let me ask you this then. So yeah. that's inspiring, that's awesome. And so tell me, you read this every day. So like, what's yeah. the process? Do you read this every day? Okay. Yeah. And you've been doing this for how long? This one, uh, five years. The, the, the most okay. recent one, the way up to 50, prior to us leaving Australia, it was the same one for the five, five years. And so right now, okay. it's very interesting because the there are elements that I don't know how that looks. So consequently, yes. it's a work in motion. So uh, in progress, yes. I should say. So what I've done is I've, I've adapted that until I have a little bit more clarity of exactly how that looks. So all the plans, okay. everything right. that you and I have spoken about, they're in my yeah. in my vision, but I don't know exactly how that's mm. going to form just yet. Okay, I'll ask you outside what our podcast is going to look like. Not just yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> okay, what's the mindset that you had to get to yeah. in order to you to do this, like to create and also to because I, this is the important question, right? Because I mean, saying that we're going to write things down, create something. And then read it every day. Okay, yeah. okay, we we can get to those steps later. But that's pretty simple, yeah, I find. Yeah, yeah. But I think what's hard is the mindset behind that to turn that into a reality. Like, yeah. what made you switch in your head? Like, that's what I'm going to do. Okay, so uh, I'm going to give you a little bit of a clue. In, in some of the seminars that we run, we run people through this process. And spoiler alert, I'm going to let you know one of the steps that we go through. So fundamentally, we actually we have to get people to a point of thinking of unlimited possibilities. And by unlimited possibilities, it's not like, hey, listen, I'm not going to be a jockey, right? So that, that's, that's you know, we look at it and go, let's let's element. I don't like the word realistic too much. I, that's just me. I get It's a tricky word for me because it always, people be, be realistic. It's like, no, man, I've got dreams. I want to follow those dreams. That's just me, right? But fundamentally, what we would say to people is, okay, I want you to imagine when you're about to design a life, you're walking along a beach, and suddenly you see it glistening in the sand. You walk over there and it's a, it's a, it's a basically container. It's a, you know, a receptacle. You pick it up, it's a lamp. 
you shine it up and it looks and suddenly a genie comes genie comes out and says thank you for liberating me out of my basically entrapment for 70 years i'm going to give you a wish whatever you want you know just let me know i'll make that happen and at that point that's the first uh, i'm really glad you asked this question because at that point when people are given freedom to express anything they want what comes up for them is what what can i do what is not possible? Do I deserve this? Is this a, all those kind of things? So the first step for me is overcoming that noise in your head that says you don't deserve this. You're not good enough to have this. Uh, who am I to? All those kind of questions that you have to traverse through to even expand the possibility that that's even possible. It's so interesting. It's absolutely true. Um, I have a very similar process, and it, it, it's interesting. I, okay, let's talk about the interesting part. I feel interesting and curious around how human beings, we naturally go to what can't be done or what we don't want. And, and, and rather than actually given, even though you're given the freedom to go dream, you dream about the things I don't want to have. And sometimes actually that that's helpful because sometimes like, because yeah. when you say, here's a blank canvas, draw whatever you want. It's really hard. Yeah. Like it's really hard. Yeah. Right. And so sometimes you have to go, okay, well, I'm not going to draw X, Y, and Z to kind of narrow down the limitation. So in some contexts, Going down the negative side is actually helpful because it yeah. helps you kind of get closer, yeah. but you can't get caught up in the negative. Yeah. So one of the things that I do uh, when it came to decisions, and I'm not sure if I talked about it in this podcast, but I'll go through it quickly and tell me if I, you know, if I said this before. But like, for example, my decision to come to Portugal, you know, when I decided to think about whether I should or not, one of the first things I do is to think about what do I want? Because most of the time is that most people in my case would be going, yeah, but with Karen, my wife, what would the kids think? What would my mother-in-law who lives with us, what would she think? Like that's like an immediate thing. And to me, I'm like, no, 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 I can't, as crazy as that sounds, I can't factor in my kids and what they want or my wife wants in that decision. Because if I think about them, right, which you automatically do, you, all, you limit what's possible, yeah. Yeah. right? And so therefore I just went straight to like, what do I, me, Lawrence, do I want to go there? Do I want to, is this what life that I want to pursue yeah. without any bias from my family? And then I, then I start dreaming yeah. from that dream, whatever I think I'm like, okay, that could be happening. I can do this. And then I add the factors, yeah. right? Then I add the, like the constraints. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, not to say the wife will not approve or approve, but she is a constraint because yeah. of my dream, because that's my dream. Yeah. And I need to now factor them in. And then I slowly kind of add the layers of the constraints based on my circle of influence yep. and the circle of people that matter to me. So sort of similar process, it's, it's a way. Out. So this is how I always tell people, it's like, you got to be selfish here yep. and dream for yourself yep. and not let, you know, as crazy as sounds, you got to let go of your family for a second. I mean, it's only dreamland. Mm -hmm. So it's yep. like, you know, you can add them in later, but right now you just got to focus in what do you want? Does this, does this speak to you? Does it pull you? Does it kind of create that reality for you? So yep. that's sort of what I do. So for me, it was really a lot. If I was going to use a word in there, it's giving yourself the permission to either dream or to even entertain mm -hmm. that thought is a really critical first step. Because most people are, are going to be conditioned to think like you said. Have you ever come across Edward de Bono's six hats principle? I know this, right. I know the author, but I haven't come across it. Right. So fundamentally, Edward de Bono talks about whenever you're trying to make design things, you know how like, by nature, I'm a very visionary person. I love the concepts and ideas. And what happens is, if I'm in dreamland, if I'm possibility land, if someone comes in and asks me too many, many details, it takes me out of that space. 
So fundamentally, what Edward de Bono says is that whenever you are thinking about an idea, you've got to let it run before you think about the practicalities, what can go wrong, what can go whatever. And so he uses an example, it's a fascinating thing, where you put a particular hat and that hat allows you to dream. And then you put another colour hat on and that allows you to think about, okay, what are the dangers? You put another hat on and go, yeah. what are the, where could it not go right? You know, all those kind of things. But it's really important, I think, as a critical step. If you're dreaming, if you're, pos if you're thinking about possibilities, you've got to do what we just basically said. Give yourself permission, yep. open up, not think about what can't work, but just let it run to see where it'll take you. Yeah, so I think it's, it's important we describe this. I like that a lot. And and why, why the reason why I like that a lot, it's because you and I, Jim, I think we're dreamers yep. by nature. Yep. And so it's easy or easier for people like us. So there's going to be people who are watching this and listening to this will be saying, yeah, like that's me. I can do that easily. And, and you can start dreaming, you know, without no consequence of anybody else, no constraints. But there's also a subset of the population um, that we watching this and we go on like, I can't do that. The yeah. first thing I think about is all oh, the logistically, how am I going to create that? How am I going to do that? If I go, uh, I want to move to Canada. I think I'm thinking, what visa do I need? Da, 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 and they yeah. start like, all right, that's my wife. Uh, Karen's very much like that. She would go straight to logistics, straight to like, how is this possible? It's amazing how fast they go there. And so the reason why I'm mentioning that is because I'm sure there's someone who's listening, there's watching this would be saying like, that's me. Yeah. And so you got to be, and this is why what Jim laid out, you know, with the hats, I think that's a really good process to go like, just give yourself permission to dream. Yeah. That's the first critical step, yeah. like giving yourself permission to even think about that. Like, what are you going to lose? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Like, what, but what are you going to gain? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Right. The possibilities are there. You can deal with the, the logistics later. And I know naturally those people will put logistic first. We're just asking, like, if you want to kind of have a life by design, then you have to learn to create something that is magical that pulls you enough. But if you don't allow yourself to go there and think about the logistics and how I'm going to do that, you'll never get there because you're always your your chimp brain always tells you the constraints of achieving that. Yeah, hundred percent. And you never actually enter into the realm of what's possible when you're concentrating on like. They, don't get me wrong. Like some of the biggest challenges I've had in the team were people who are data driven, who are like sticklers for detail, and yet they're the same. I need those people. I need those people, mm -hmm. and and that's the greatest gift that I have because they're my blind spots. So if yep. what allows me to leap into a future is knowing that the left and right flank are covered, and that gives me confidence to progress. But I have to yep. stay in dreamland initially if I'm going to expand my capacity because otherwise I'm only going to stay in the known. I'm only going to stay in what I already know. And from that, yeah, I can divide systems, but I want to expand that vision and that can only happen if you allow it to run its course. Yeah, so like I, I talk about like, oh, I can't remember where I heard this from. It's like sky and sand. Yeah. So like we are people who are sky people. We we kind of think. I live in the, the trees and the clouds, man. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and and the tr the trouble with with people who live in the clouds is that we we don't do sand very well, yeah. right? We don't we don't like sometimes we don't we dream so much we don't actually take the necessary action or the com to completion. Whereas I describe my wife, for example, she's more of a sand person. Yeah. Like she's really good yeah. at you know getting traction but she doesn't allow her to go sky. And that's why we work so well together, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. I dream, she completes, and uh, we, you know, that's how kind of we create the life. And so I think the important is that we have to be really good at being more, you can stay, obviously, we're dominant in one or the other, right? Yeah. Usually, typically. And so know your, dom know your dominance. And um, so you know that that's where you can live, but also too, like you have to do the other part. Like, yeah. you know, sky people, we have to do the sand. Yeah. We have to surround ourselves with people with sand so that that action can be taken. So, you know, when described the sand types of people uh, earlier, like 
you know, yes, it's harder for you to dream possibly, but just know that once you create it though, man, you're going to, you're going to make that life happen very, very yeah. quickly. You know, yeah. we are a dreamland. We are like VR land all the time, but making it happen. I'm there in a second, man. I'm in there in a second. It's like, <laughs> boom, out, I'm there. But, but you're right. It's, yeah. and, and I think you underpinned a really important consideration for people is just that just like the, the micro details are a challenge for me, there are times where I go, I have to focus on this. I have to, I have to address this because this is really important. And by the same token, if you're a, a, a data-driven details person, we get it. That's, let's celebrate that. And then just go, okay, just for imagine, just imagine what would happen or how could it look. Don't worry about the react practicality. It's just we lead, when I'm coaching someone, I lead them through that process. You know, because I realize that's a stretch. It's a consequent it's a case of, okay, let's drop down the bat. I know you want to know the details. Let's just surrender that for a moment to allow them to even visualize what, what is possible. I think that's a really important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so like the challenge, oh, so it's really great to, to thank you for sharing like your process mm. and what you do. And it's, it's kind of crazy. You know, I used to do exactly the same mm. thing. And I say used to. And when I first graduated or 20 years ago, I did that every day. I, you know, wrote a plan and I read my, I read it every day, yeah. you know, and it, it all came true and I don't know why I stopped doing it. Yeah. So now it's like making me think like, man, Lawrence, come on, like, let's just get back to work and, and, and start doing it yeah. on a regular basis because it's such, such an important element. I kind of do it like in my head, yeah. but I don't like the, I think the reading it every day is the healthy reminder to going, Hey, this is your imprinting. I think that process is really important because it imprints a reminder into your brain to almost make it, it normalizes yeah. the reality yeah. to that, what you're actually striving for. Yeah. And that will become the, the, the life that you are actually going to live. And I think that's, there's some power in that. Right. Yeah. And, uh, because when you are, you know, we talked about this in the previous episode where you're surrounding yourself with a, your closest friends, right? Your closest friends are going to dictate a normality and a certain environment. And you t tend to predicate to that environment and the level of expectation of what your friends expect of you. And so similar kind of concept instead of friends now is the environment of your brain. And if you don't elevate that element and normalize it to a newer, higher level of being yeah. and the life that you actually want and making that normal, because remember, like if most of the dreams that we have is going to be different than the than the than the life that we currently have yep. if we don't normalize the new life to be like that could be as a possibility then it's going to be harder and harder for us to kind of achieve it because it'll just be a dream yep. and our goal here is to change dreams into reality yep. if we are able to you know do that we have to normalize your your whole mindset and your whole being to that new reality yep. so, and one way to do that is to constantly remind it totally and and you know sometimes it works you know, you can record it. If you uh, process information more effectively uh, through auditory channels, you can record it. You can write it down and record it and you can listen to it. So there are times where I've listened to it. Sometimes I, I read it. Uh, but fundamentally, it's a reminder. It's a remind. It's my true north and saying, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. And where I find that really helpful, it's not in the days where I'm kicking the lights out of everything and feeling great. It's the days where I'm challenged. I'm going, is this even possible? What am I doing? This is tough. You know, all that kind of stuff. It, to me, it's a reminder that this is why you're doing what you're doing because you're, you're inching closer and closer to not just an abstract concept, not where the tide will take you, not where circumstances take you, but man, that's where I'm going. And I need to stay true to that. And I think the trick here is also as a reminder, as you're speaking, is that it reminding the, th the thought process of making sure 
So, like, you reading it every day creates the North Star. Yeah. Right? And also creates your why. Yeah. But it's really important, I believe, not to compare your day-to-day to that North Star. Okay? Because I think that's a danger. Because otherwise, you're going to live in a life of depression yeah. because you're always comparing to something you haven't achieved. So you're always creating this gap between your you, where you are to, to where your North Star is. What you got to do is, like, have the North Star, have your why, so you know what direction you're going. But like in anything in life, it's not about like how how close am I to that goal. It's actually looking back and how far I've actually come. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, that's 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 a really important distinction, I think, um, for people in terms of mindset as we move along. Yeah, and, and great point you just made because if I'm if I'm honest with myself, none of my ideal life or my vision uh, expressed itself today, except for the fact that I read my like all the things about training whatever today wasn't a day I felt really tired during today. So today wasn't the day where my vibration and energy were up and I was kicking the lights out of things and yet, but I still read the vision and I've at least got an idea and went, okay, tomorrow's a new day. Let's go again. So, but I don't, what I like about it is that it avoids slippage and by slippage is, you know, um, you, you basically adapt to the environment and to, um, inertia and you just eventually just don't do things. So to me, even today may not have been the day that was hundred percent on point. I still know where I'm going. And I think that's the value in that. Yeah, I mean, we we all have slippage every yeah, day. Yeah. I think, and um, you know, it's it's we got to build a system around that process to ensure that you're on the right path. Yeah. And I think every day is a good reset. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Be, don't make it complicated. I think that the, the key element here is make it simple, uh, make it doable, and it's just a constant reminder. Like for me, like I've been doing this like you know three minute journal yeah. every day, and um, and that's been. Like, yeah, every day I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, that's right. It puts me back, puts me back into, you know, what I'm trying to achieve or, you know, moving towards something. Yep. And because uh, in the slippage, once you slip, it you go down that path really, really quickly. Yep. And sometimes, and we see that in our, in terms of our physicality, uh, we see that in our exercise, we can see that in our diets and, yep. and mindset's exactly yep. the same thing. It's, it's very hard. And once you go down the far, too far away from where you need to be, doesn't mean you can't come back but it's a lot harder road to come back yeah and so i think it's really important to have have some sort of system and whatever works for anybody yeah. to, to to actually build a system to kind of create that yeah totally, traction. totally so coming back to what you'd said about that i think the, the way that we've always explained that is the the why what and how of, of the mm-hmm. vision and so for us traditionally a lot i know um uh, basically the whole start with why concept was really, really important and you start with your purpose. And initially when I, I really started with a lot of the growth work, it was always about my fundamental purpose. Why am I doing what I'm doing? What I'm doing, what I'm doing. Sorry. So, look, Siri's just told me she doesn't I saw, I was that, hear that. I saw that and on the watch. I'm like, it's going to start talking. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, yeah, basically Siri's just saying I don't understand. Well, you're not alone, Siri, because a lot of people don't understand. But fundamentally, your purpose was the compelling reason why you do what you do. But a lot of the times, you didn't know why that was important. So probably about eight or ten years ago, I shifted things around a little bit both myself and other people and started focusing on what as in what is it that you're working towards and that's getting really clear like we just said about what it looks like what your vision is what you're so that you're illuminating the the not illuminating but you're clear of where your destination is that's what we roughly talked about and then the next level was the why so why is this important to you and then fundamentally that's where the purpose came into it as to what was your compelling reason for for wanting that do you want to, would you like to speak on that? 
Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that, that, that brought it to my mind um, is, is I want to make sure that people, you know, understand that, you know, obviously your why is going to be such important, but why alone isn't really going to create the reality you want because you do need to have, you know, what are you trying to create? What does that actually look like? You know, why is like, to me, it's almost like your it's the North star, the direction that pulls you, but the, what is more, I, I find is more like what you're actually creating in the process yeah. of do, getting to that. Why? Mm -hmm. Um, and the, why tends tends not to change that much really. Um, it might shift slightly, but the, why fundamentally is, you know, kind of carries through in your lifetime. It, in my experience, mm -hmm. I could be wrong. Um, but the, what changes all the time, yeah. you know, um, and, and that's where the identity sometimes get caught up. And I think important, you know, we can talk about it in different podcasts where they're about identity, which is a tough thing, yeah. to, you know, to, to kind of lose, you know, but the thing is, is identity, if you caught up is your identity in the, what that can become a problem yeah. because your, what changes. Yeah. But if your identity is caught up in your, why then, you know, your, what then constantly changes which is fine because your identity is who you are fundamentally whoever you know i'm lawrence you're jim like it's it's like we're essence you know no matter what we do we're still the same person what we did do changes but why we do it still fundamentally stays relatively same yeah. and i think that's su such an important element yeah and look and it does and it does and and that yeah, i agree with you that the purpose quite often will be more recurring or more consistent sometimes they can change too Sometimes your purpose will be to understand your purpose. And so sometimes my purpose in Australia might have been to get to a certain point, whereas now in another country, there's a different purpose. So, uh, I, you know, I, I allow a little bit of scope to explore and to understand more of myself. And I think as I've deconstructed elements of my life and world by design, I've actually identified a different purpose. So it's really interesting that if you stay open to it, you can go, this is I'm really clear on this, but then you change something and then suddenly everything else can change as well. Well, I think it's, I think we talked about this in the previous podcast. So, you know, go back to that, but we talked about like, sometimes your purpose, you don't know what your purpose really yeah. is. It's perpendicular yeah. to, you know, your viewpoint. So to, to your, um to, to, to your, yeah, your viewpoint from being able to see it. So therefore it's more like pursuing that purpose and purpose constantly change. I do think the purpose changes yeah. over time. Um, why you do something doesn't change, but the purpose itself, yeah. like, you know, that changes because you're evolving, you're changing yeah. and, you know, you're finding closer and closer to, you know, who you are. Um, I, there's one thing that I think about, it's important for people to understand. And I fall into this category that although I can dream, uh, I find it challenging to create vision, like, mm -hmm. you know, with full clarity. And I really struggle with that. I'm like, how is so, so like, you know, I know certain, you know, certain people are just like so good, like precisely, they know exactly what they want mm -hmm. and so full clarity. And, and I really struggle with that. And I read a study and I thought maybe it'd be helpful. It was like, I don't know how true it is, but you know, take it for whatever it's worth. But it was like that only 1% of the population are actually true visionaries, mm -hmm. like people who can like clearly see exactly what they, you know, what they're what they're meant to do or like what they want for the future, you know, have that visionary statement. And so that kind of gave me a little bit of peace yep. that I fall in the 99% yep. tile that I don't have the full clarity. So what that gave me permission to think about is like, I don't have to have full clarity no. of like the dream and the vision. It's that I just have to, like, I do know, and most people would, you know, agree was that the life you want, uh, the life moving forward is either going to be created unconsciously yep right, by the factors unknown to you or unconsciously based on your previous, you know, experience so far to this point, or you can, you can consciously start to direct it in a direction that you actually wanted to. Yeah. 
And going back to your very first statement in the podcast is, yeah, we're all born in different circumstances. We're all born in different, you know, in, in different um, experiences that may make it harder for certain people. However, I fundamentally believe, and this is just my belief, I do believe that each of us have the ability to direct it. Now, whether or not that direct influence is strong or weak obviously dependent on the situation where you live, what is happening to you and, and the time you're born and all this stuff. But I do fundamentally believe that there we our actions and our behaviors can dictate and predicate to a life, or at least in that direction. We have that power. Mm-hmm. Or at least I choose to believe that there's that power. Because if I choose to believe that I don't have any directions, then then I, I kind of question, like, well, what is this life about then? If I can't direct it and this is already pre-written, then... Yeah. <laughs> like what am I doing here? You know, like yeah. why am I even making decisions? Yeah, it's like almost like sitting in a car with an autopilot, and you know, someone's already chosen the destination. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I want to live a life like yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's that's the difference between free will and predeterminism, right? Which is, you know, a lot of the times you you look about that, and and so there are certain things that yeah may be predetermined, and there's a particular path and a road, and things will work out. Right? But I fundamentally do believe there's free will. In, in things and you have the ability to choose and you have choice provided that there are opportunities there some people will take them some people don't this is what we're talking about is like okay if you have the capacity and the resources and the ability to make a decision that you can act on you fundamentally can create a life of design through free will you can actually direct the intention of where you want to go and this is what we're fundamentally talking about we're not talking about an oppressive society where people don't have these choices and don't have the ability because uh, to me that would be incredibly challenging because I probably, I like to think of myself within that category of people who always see the future and I do and I'm always, and I think if, you know, where I get despondent sometimes is I can go to to visionary point in a nanosecond. I can really visualize it. I can see it. I can do it almost with incredible clarity. But a lot of the times if I, if I don't know the process of how, and that's where great coaching has helped me along the way through my great coaches, and it actually helped me realize that that's okay. You know, you can get to a point in there, but fundamentally the manifestation and how that will happen, that's a different, a different skill set. You're, you can rely on other people. You can stay in your lane and stay on this, but don't lose the vision if that's what inspires you because there's, there's, there's a huge pull for me, you know, like... Uh, so when they talk about motivation, where you're moving away from and moving towards, I definitely move towards. You know, I mean, I've got to have a vision that inspires me, that gets me up every day, rather than mm-hmm. running away from something that was terrible. And yeah. that that's a bit of a motivation as to what drives people towards what they want. Yeah, I, I would imagine like there's a lot of people. I'd love to talk about this topic, and we'll shift shift a little bit, which is. What stops people from creating a life yeah. by design? Yeah. Like let, 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 let's take a look at some of the challenges. You kind of mentioned yeah. a few there um, earlier there. So I'd love for you to kind of dive into it first. Like what do you think stops any of us to create? Like what stops – like for me, I think one of the first things would be just living life like unconsciously. Yeah. Like we are such – every day we are – and this is one of the reasons why I left Sydney was because I felt like I was living like a groundhog yeah, day, yeah. you know, like every day, every week, every month was pretty much the same. And I saw the projection of where I was going. I'm like, man, I'm yeah. going to live this life for the next five years like this. And I didn't like it. I didn't like that scared me so much. 
I've moved twice because of that, yeah. you know, moved to, to obviously to Portugal, but before that I moved to Sydney from birth. And it was just that, like that, that, that life of just constant repetitiveness um, really scared me. I don't know. What, what yeah, do you think well, that stops people from? I totally, totally agree. It's comfort. Yeah, totally like, agree. And, and you know what, what I, what I hear in that story is a really important value for you is growth. There has to be growth, mm -hmm. right? Because if you're not growing, you're dying. You know, you're sliding yeah. and you, you basically, but totally agree in order to create a life of design, you can't go the easy route. You sometimes have to go the path less trodden. And quite often, yeah. no one, you know, like when you've got to get up and go to CrossFit every morning, it's a battle of mind over mattress. You, you know, the comfort is going to say, yes. stay in bed, Lawrence, <laughs> what are you doing? It's cold. But you have to rise above that resistance that stops you from doing that. So for me, it's that it's that reluctance for people to overcome um, achievement over comfort. You know that's a, that's a fair point. So uh, yesterday, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw yeah. Karen under the bus here. But so uh, she's probably not listening anyway. So that's okay. So like yesterday, you know, the alarm goes off five twenty, and you know, Christian uh, the night before, like that night, couldn't sleep, and so I had to go in his bed and try to put him to sleep. And I don't think he fell asleep till like eleven thirty, which is yeah. really yeah. late for him. And uh, I finally got back to my bed at like one o'clock. Anyways, I, I woke up at five twenty, and I'm like, oh man. Like that fight, yeah. mine over mattress. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was, that was me yesterday. That was pretty funny. I've never heard that term before. And I was there and I'm like, okay, I'm just, I just need like 10 seconds just to just like think this, you know, just like process this, right? And then Karen, for, for some reason, she actually woke up to my alarm and she, she rolls over and she goes, don't go. Yeah. Just stay in bed. <laughs> and and I, I literally did think about it. I'm like, huh. How does my body feel yeah, right now? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sore yeah, this week. Yeah. I'm like, how does my body feel? Like my body says, no, you shouldn't yeah, go. Yeah. And like, it's, I felt like it was like 30 seconds, but maybe it was only like a split second, but I was there. And then, But then something came over me, right? And it was this statement, which was, um, which was for me in my mind, basically said to myself, it's like, but that's not who you yeah. are, right? And you show up and you promised because you know on our apps we we show up like we we booked an appointment yeah. i can't go and cancel because yeah. you have a three-hour policy cancellation yeah. so if i don't show up i already took a spot from someone else yeah. who couldn't get in that day. you gotta cancel at I'm 3 like, a.m no. if you're not going yeah i gotta come at 3 a.m exactly it's like <laughs> so i'm gonna wake no, up i'm not getting up to, to cancel yeah. before yeah <laughs> to cancel exactly and um and so no like this is and then i just got up and just you know and i'm so glad i went and but the thing is right so the the I'm not, this is not about me and like bragging. This is like this is the key element was I had to have the um, the being, the fundamentally who I was, the mindset of this is you know knowing who I want to be. That was the driver that actually was the one who overcame the mattress. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what I'm, what I'm saying here is that fundamentally, if you want to create that life that you want to have. You need to fundamentally do what Jim says, read. We already kind of talked about this. Read it over and over and over again so that you reset the normal normal or reality to be like that's the person you need to become. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that eventually you will become that person. And then therefore, when you become that person, that person, once you, once you become that person, you take different actions. 100%. Yeah. Right? And because you take different actions, then because of those actions – you will have the things that you want. Yeah. Right. You don't become that person because you start doing things. No, you have to be that person first. It's the be, do, have, right? Yeah. Be the person, then do the things you need to do because of that mindset or that, you know, fundamental of reality. And then you will have the things you have. So anyway, so that was a great, 
you know, the story from hopefully that was a great story from yesterday, but that's exactly what I had to do. It's yeah. like, no, this is this is what I do. I show up in the morning, this is what I do. Yeah, and you know what, everybody if you're if you're a, an athlete who's sore, you can't move what it's done. If you're a, if you're a student who is living a dream and wanting to start your own business, you're gonna to have to overcome that inertia. You're gonna go, I don't wanna study, I don't wanna do this, but you need to find a reason and over you've got to act greater than how you feel basically. Because if you ask anybody at any time, you'd sell your dream for a buck or two bucks. You go, no, that's it. Plenty of times when I'd had crappy days in our office, I'd go, you know what? If someone came and offered me $5, I'd just give it to them right now. But that was in the moment and motion how I felt. And, and that's the whole purpose of you've got to act greater than how you feel. So if you're feeling doubt, fear, tired, exhausted, whatever, there has to be something that elevates you over and above that current status. Otherwise, you'll sell out your dream. And in the there's a term called escape velocity yeah. and escape velocity is the term used and usually in rockets, right? So when a rocket goes up into space, the most amount of energy, I believe, I can't remember the exact percentage, but let's just say 90% or 90, yeah, but 90 or 95% of the energy, right? To, to, to lift that rocket into space is actually used in the first little bit within to get past gravity yeah like it's about escaping the velocity like, that's why i call it escape velocity because you got to put enough fuel yeah 90 percent imagine 90 percent of the energy is done in the first 10 20 seconds yeah. but once you get up to a certain point when you're way further away from the earth's gravity pull it becomes much easier yeah. and i think that that's exactly we got to remind ourselves that no matter what you're doing and uh, starting a new business uh starting a new ritual learning a new language like oh, yeah, there's that's so real, much can relate to that one <laughs> like right now i'm in that escape velocity yeah. it's a situation i'm like i'm just trusting the process yeah. because it's freaking yeah. frustrating yeah. as hell yeah right and it's like you know my my portuguese teacher said the other day he goes you got to stop reading uh the portuguese like english I'm yeah. like, how do you yeah. how do you not read it like yeah. English when all I've known is English? It's like, don't read the words, don't yeah. pronounce it like English. I'm like, I can't. I, anyway, so, I went uh, yesterday. So. Just so I went into a cafe. A good friend of ours was in town, and I went into a cafe, and I'm thinking I'm going to flex my Spanish here. And I've walked in, and I've hit them with Spanish, and they give me the uh, the English menu. I'm like, come on, man, give me a chance here. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm really okay. You can spot a foreigner, but I'm trying. You know, so I, I could totally relate to your journey there, Lawrence. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, but anyway, so the escape velocity is, is a real thing. And I think this is, goes on for in, in, in this part of that life by design, which means that if you want to create the life by design, you do have to have an enormous amount of energy spent on things at the beginning where you feel like you're not moving yeah. anywhere closer yeah. to your dream. And that might be years. Yeah. Okay. And I think it's really important that we discuss that because. You know, most it's so easy now to go. Oh man, I want to. I want a life like Jim. He lives in Spain. You know, he's got this figured out, and you know, he you know doesn't practice anymore, and he's got this business. He can you know do these podcasts, but it's so easy to think of like, yeah, but that's Jim like fifty years in the yeah. making. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like it's not one day. You know, it's uh, it's 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 not a one hit wonder. Like it took so many years to kind of get to that level. And, uh, but we, no one talks about the training system, yeah. right? Muhammad Ali taught that greatest. So no one talks, no one, no one, no one obsesses around the training that that person did and took to get to that uh, fighting form yeah. to win that fight at the end, you know? So it's like, it's so important to get, you know, to think about escape velocity and the, the amount of work that you have to put in. Yeah, totally. And, and 
that to me what allows me to work through that is it's not like because there's a big there's a big thing about joy and um every moment's going to be fun and happy and this is the thing that we quite often say to people when designing a, a life of design not everything's going to be sunshine and rainbows every second of the day even when you're living your ideal life and your and your life by design because there are still going to be challenges there are going to be frustrations but at the end of the day you go i would still choose this right that's the difference and that's the you know because sometimes people go i oh, uh, you know i i, I get it uh, that's what i want but there's this and this and this it's like yeah but that's the reality of it even if you if you pick what your dream career would be there are people who are doing that who are talking about the frustrations that they have in their day and i think that's when we romanticize the idea that there's never going to be challenges never going to be um, difficult moments all there's going to be fun and happiness and romantically uh, you know sort of addicted to that concept that's when that's when it's not realistic it's not uh, the yeah. choice it's not a basically representative of what it's really like but isn't that interesting though like most people when they dream a life by design actually this is probably good when we talk about this because when you're creating a life by design you know most people we create a life without any pain any resistance yeah. any troubles or any consequences or like it's almost like this perfect yeah. magical fairy tale but in reality sort of say that but in real in reality you know our life is never 100 percent that yeah. way like you know i live a pretty good life i'm pretty happy but there's always challenges yeah. but that's I, I feel like those challenges as actually what makes me happy because yeah. if i had no resistance or no challenges like you said i was bored yeah. i don't think i was happy yeah. You know, when they have no challenges. And it reminds me of what like Seth Golden says is like no one runs a marathon like envisioning themselves crossing that finish line like Yeah. Right. This is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? No one does that. But that's what you dream yeah. of. But the reality is like you you've seen the finish line. It's like, yeah, it's a happiness, but usually after they cross the finish line and then there's a collapse, yeah. right? It's like it's a slog. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why, you know, sidetrack here, uh, which is like workouts. You know, we talk a lot about exercise because we both of us, we spend a lot of time, you know, putting ourselves, our bodies into a physical stressor yeah. point. Like you, you know, you're in your, in, in, uh, in, in the jujitsu that you do and, and the wads yeah. that I do, the workouts that I, I listen, I don't enjoy any of the wads that I do. <laughs> like there's no joy in anything, um, in any of those, uh, those exercises. But the joy, but I know the joy comes at the yeah. end, right? But the end is the joy of like completing this pure satisfaction that I freaking yeah. did yeah. it, that I didn't think I could, but I know I'm on the floor huffing and puffing and sweating, yeah. right? But it's painful. Yeah. It, but if it wasn't painful, it was easy. Like, I don't know yeah. if I would be proud of yeah. that. And this is the same thing, the same analogy with life. Life is not supposed to be easy. You, you gotta create challenges, and I think sometimes it's important to create the life by design. Is that it's not meant to be perfect, but it's about having the right challenges so you grow into that yeah. person, yeah. right? And in order to grow into that person, so in order to be that person, you have to had to overcome several obstacles. And I think building that into the plan is actually the way you want to design it. Yeah, totally. And you know, we talked about uh, in a previous episode of our podcast about. I guess our journeys and our migrant backgrounds and stuff and, and you know my dad worked 16 hour days to provide the opportunity for me to have an education and that was the pathway and for him that was his you know that was the the, the life by design so he was choosing 
that and the joy that he was able to to get from the perspective of going, okay, I'm doing 16-hour days, but my kids are going to have a better opportunity. It doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be – it's like sometimes you make a great commitment because you're hoping to give your kids an opportunity, and that is all worth it. And you talk to anybody who has supported their children through or who have been supported in there, they just know how much – how important that was to them in in that process and being able to work through all the challenges. I mean, you talk to anybody who makes it at a sporting level, the sporting trips, the commitments, the camps, the costs, the driving them to all these, there's a huge commitment. And that needed to be done in order for the eventuation and the actualization of that dream. So nothing like that comes... You don't get parachuted into your ideal life, basically, or your, or your yep. your intention life. There's grunt work a lot of the times that, and, and, and uh, we'll jump in that, especially with the whole the secret and the whole manifestation and the think about it and whatever. A little critical part people didn't realize was there's work there. You've still got to do work. If you want you want to yep. know it, you can attract it, and there's yep. also work that has to happen. It's just no one talk, spoke about that though. Yeah, exactly. It's it's sort of like they just went from the beginning to yeah. the end, but then talk about the journey, yeah. uh, which yeah. is what. And and so let's kind of talk a little bit about the journey because I think one of the things we kind of talked just pre-show recording here is like one of, one of the things I want to talk about was like, you know, it's a lot easier, right, for us to you know for anybody to talk about dreaming and life by design. One of the things that stop people is usually the money part, right? In order to create certain things, it requires sort of capital and resources, yeah. skills, education, all those things, you know. And those are, I feel like, those are the the precursors, the fuel that yeah. adds to the fire that allows you to burn even brighter. But I think it's important for recognizers that, well, at any stage, depending on what stage you're coming in at this and where you are towards your dream, like if it's further away or you're getting closer, I feel like it's. The more the as you progress, right? When you're creating a life, it's almost like that path has to go through a series of things, steps that yeah. adds more fuel. And as you accumulate more, you then can actually leverage that fuel and resources yeah. to create a bigger and bigger fire. And it's an exponential curve, not a straight line. Yeah. And this is what I meant by the escape velocity: is that it's hard for like the first ninety percent. And it, but when there's a certain point, once you get there, it comes like a hockey stick where it just yeah. really starts to really um, accelerate very quickly. But you have to be able to to grind through that initial phase. And that, like I said, initial phase usually takes years, yep. not weeks, not days. Yep. And it's hard, to, but it's hard to not imagine. Like everybody wants to be parachuted into that new yep. phase. And I think that's why when you said keeping your vision in the future, keeping it like there, knowing that um, it helps you stay on the track and avoid slippage away from the dream. Yeah, because there's a process. You know, someone can, there's two things that I've observed. There's number one, there's often people who want to get from where they are to a, to a, a reality or a dream or a vision and there's got to be a process and they've got to navigate through all the challenges of getting there, you know, in their own mindset the practicalities, the money, the time, all those things to make it happen. But then you get another subgroup of people who, if they haven't done the work on themselves, get parachuted into what looks like that reality, but they can't hold that. They can't sustain that because they they haven't they haven't either got the maturity. You look at how many people have instant overnight success and yet blow it away. 
because they just don't have the maturity, the pre the preparation, all those the value on those things. So there's there's there's, there's parallel journeys in that. Well, it's like lottery winners, right? Yeah, like yeah. How many? We already know, like lottery winners. You know, if you don't have a good money management or money mindset, yeah. you know, when you win the lottery, chances are you're going to be right back where you started yeah. very, very quickly. Yeah. And that's shown across the board, yeah. no matter what nationality, no matter where you are in the world. That has always been the case. Yeah. So people think like, oh, it's just if I only had a million dollars, if I only just got the lottery, if I only got in this inheritance. No, like you got to do the work so that. You're prepared for when that actually does eventuate, even yeah. if it does. Yeah. But you know, when the money either you earn it or you're somehow you know magically somehow got it, you're not going to be prepared. If you're not prepared for it, you're going to lose it. So yeah. you got to be right in the mindset. And you know, learning this language, learning Portuguese is like one of the hardest things I've ever done. Yeah. Like you know, mentally. Like I don't know if it's because my brain doesn't work that way anymore, but it's just like it is hard language yeah. to learn. But you know, learning a language. No matter how much money I pour into this, right? Put into this, I hire you know hire teachers or buy programs or whatever. I still have to do the work. Yeah. Do you know what I mean like no? There is no matrix of installing in my brain, <laughs> and just to be like, I wish there was, yeah, but yeah, there isn't. Yeah. To just like automatically translate. Sure, I have Google yeah, Translate. Yeah, no, yeah. but that's not the same, right? So I have to go through the work, and I'd recognize like just using that as an analogy. There are some people who learn it faster than me. Some people who learn it slower than me. Some people grasp it a lot faster than me. Whatever. And is it the resources? Sure. Some resources probably are more helpful. Mm -hmm. But again, I still have to do the work. Yep. My teacher can't install it in me. They can teach me, can guide me, but I still have to go through the process. Remembering, understanding the language. And uh, like for, for example, I'm sure you're going through the same thing. It's like, it's hard to form sentences if yeah. you don't actually have some basic vocabulary of words. Correct. Right? Yeah. So, like, there's a step, right? So, I kind of have to know, like, you know, a handful of words, I'd say 100 or yeah. 200 words before I can even start with the sentences yeah. because what's the point of forming sentences yeah. when I don't even know what any of those words mean? Yeah. So, like, there's a process, right? So, same thing with designing your life. Yeah. Like, there are certain building blocks that you kind of have to fundamentally have. Maybe it's like mindset, yeah. it's like, you know, understanding about money, maybe like, being a being a hard worker, having drive, having purpose, yeah. you know, having a resource, having capital, um, being able to be self sufficient. All these things are building blocks of creating that life design. If yeah. you miss any of those building blocks, it's really hard to create that life by design. Yeah, and we had a friend yesterday, a mutual friend uh, who was here in in, uh, in Spain. I had lunch with him yesterday, and I asked him how his Portuguese is going, and he said it's very much caveman Portuguese. Okay, what do you mean by that? He goes, I know words, and I can grunt words but I can't create sentences. So what a great concept. So I, I speak grunt Spanish at the moment. I'm just starting to link it all up in there. And, and along the lines of what you're saying, Lawrence, a really important thing is, to me, this is what a life of design is, don't look at where I am right now. Look at my trajectory. And if your trajectory mm -hmm. is built on habits and systems and processes and, and work and repetition, then eventually you will create the life exactly of design because you put effort into it. And and yeah. as you said, it's like you don't you don't just magically pick that up. There's there's a process of going about that, and the only reason why you will do it is because at some point it's important to you, and there's a, yeah. there's a reason for it. Because right now there are other things that we can just spending our time on, and yet we've gone. This is an important priority for me, so I have to put the work into it. I think it's also an element of trust in yeah. yourself, yeah. and and there's a bit of element of hope yeah. um, that the work that you put in is 
it will eventuate into something because yeah. it's really hard. It's, it's slow. And, and this one, I'm, I'm using this as an analogy because I think it's really important for people to understand. Like you might be thinking like, but I've been here for the last two years or I've been here like this, you know, for five years now, you know, at this. And yeah, sometimes you got it like, and we can say this for another podcast, which is like, got to know when is dead end sometimes, right? I think that's how we talked we yeah. about that last time. We actually talked about the last episode. Like sometimes you got to know, like you, you're in a dead end, like you're yeah. not going anywhere. So yeah. you do have to have like, let go of the sun costs and yeah. like move on and, and, and do something different. But sometimes it's like, you're that much closer to that gold mine. Like you're just there. And so you do have to come up once in a while for air and yeah. do check in like, are you actually progressing forward? Because yeah. if you're not, yeah. Yeah, you definitely need to do something. And it might be, a, and what I mean by checking in to see that whether you're on the right path is that you might be on the right path, but maybe what you're doing isn't actually getting you there. Yeah. Like, you know, like maybe you are riding a bike when you're trying to go from Perth to Sydney, for example, and you think like, man, this is a long song. Yeah, of course, because you chose the wrong vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Right? Do you know what I mean? A car would have been faster. Yeah. You know, a train would have been faster and an airplane would have been faster. So like maybe you need to switch vehicles or yeah. you know how you get there. So sometimes we do have to look at our strategy and our yeah. plan and see and and do test it and go is this going to get us closer? Because if it's not, if you don't like where you're how the what the speed of um the speed you're getting to your goals or to your life that you want, then maybe it's time to do something that you're kind of uncomfortable with mm. because most likely the vehicle that you chose is because of the vehicle that you're most comfortable with. Yeah, I think spot on i think it's the strategy sometimes that can can basically do with a bit of refinement and and you have to keep asking yourself the question is this is this is this what i choose yes is this the right journey yes it is is this the fastest vehicle of getting me there There's no what else can i do and that's actually being resourceful as opposed to actually um you know giving up on it it's about saying okay what, what else can i incorporate and do you know, to me, Lawrence, I was just going to say, have you ever watched The Pursuit of Happiness with Will? Um, yeah, we just actually watched that two weeks ago. Oh, did you? Okay. Um, with, All with, right. my, with my kids, uh, yeah. All right, okay. Um, not going to ruin it, but there's one specific scene that epitomizes the whole journey, you know, where there's challenge, challenge, challenge. There's one scene where there's just joy. And it's yeah. to me, sometimes that's the, the life by design. You know, where there's challenges, there's difficulty, and yet you just know that you know that you know that you celebrate, and sometimes you, that's your knowing. That's like, I, it, it I had a, that. It's a moment. mental switch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, you have to have that mental switch. And, but it's the difference, I think, in that journey, you have to go, you know, it's always going to be a fight. And when you really come down to it, if you really seriously ask the question, is that, are you, is it a fight for your dream or a fight for your comfort? Oh, that's what it comes down to yeah. right yeah i like right? that because that's exactly what happens it's a fight for you like you, you there's a moment where you go I, I want this dream but then it goes yeah but i don't want to do this yeah. because that makes you uncomfortable right and so but what do you want yeah is, do you want the fight for the dream or you're going to fight for your comfort that's yeah. all it is every single time and, and that happens to me it happens to you it happens everybody. to everybody, everybody no matter how successful you are it's constantly is it a fight for your dream or fight for your comfort yeah. that's the decision you need to make. And if you choose comfort, that's okay. Yeah. That is awesome. But just don't complain about it. Yeah. Right? yeah well, the, that's the, the key. The, you just can't effects. complain about it. Yeah, there are effects and consequences of all decisions. And it's either taking you closer or further away from where you want to go. And then ultimately, that's how you design a life, by constantly choosing, making choices. 
you know, you've got you've got this, and you go, do I go left or right? Do I go left or right? Left or right? And then over time, that se- sequence of alternating left or right decisions gets you to your designed life. So pretty much in a nutshell, in there. So um, and that life design never stops until no, the end. No, and uh, so keep creating, keep yeah. creating. So how do we wrap Any up? Any last minute words um, there, Jim? Okay, we both sense that same sort of thing. No, to me, I think the, the the life by design is, it really comes down to choice and deciding in the moment, is this is this important to me? And once you have cycled through your own limitations, do I deserve this? Can I do, I mean, can I, do I deserve this? Is this possible, et cetera, et cetera? Once you clarify what it looks like, get really clear on why you're doing it and then go through the action steps, ultimately that process in itself is is creating the life by design. Now, your life mm. and my life may look totally different. So it's not about what it looks like to other people, but it's you just know in yourself that you chose this and you chose it and you know why you chose it. And that to me, that level of fulfillment because there's been plenty of times, both in my, myself and people I know, who've had a great level of success in what well, conventional terms without the fulfilment, and there was something missing. And when you're creating a life by design, fundamentally, I think you're you're tapping into the fulfilment component that quite often is missing. There was um, I saw something today, and I'll, I'll use this to end it, um, which was I'm trying to find it if I can, but I don't think I can. It was uh, by Alex Harmazi. Uh, Mosey, sorry, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. I'm going to butcher this, but he he wrote a, a post and it was really interesting. He goes, uh, the queen died five months ago. Okay, then the next statement is like, you know, she accumulated, she lived a great life, you know, changed a lot of people's lives, you know, lived, you know, massive life and she accumulated probably more wealth than 99.9% of, of the world, of the of the population. The you haven't thought about the queen until I just mentioned this right now. And just goes, no one's going to be talking about you when everything's over. Mm. So just go out and live your life. Mm. Stop thinking about what other people can think of you and just go and create. And so I was like, Oh Ooh. man, that's so true. That, right? that, it's that, like, that it's cuts so true. deep, but it's true though. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> right. okay. Okay. Great. Yeah. So like, stop caring about like what other people think and what you deserve, what you don't like, if you want a life you want, go after it. But we're so caught up in this whole thing about fight for comfort, fight for your dream. Like, this is it. And this is the moment. It's like, you get to choose. And it's like, you stop caring. You know, do go after that dream. I'll leave the statement. It's like, if you if there's a life, we all know we have a life that we dream more. The question is, what are you willing to sacrifice for it? What are you willing to do about it? Who are you want to um, to be with and, 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 and roll in to help you get there? That's the key. And that's the question. And I hope that you got something away from today's podcast and uh, hope that you take some of the actions that we talked about today. I know I'm going to because it's been brilliant, uh, some of the ideas that Jim, you've given me. So I love to hear some stories from people from this episode and then uh, hearing some stories from a couple years later to see what their life looks like and, uh, and the process and the progress that they've made. So guys, this is us at Wabi Sabi. I hope that you enjoyed this. Please share this with your friends. And uh, this is one of those episodes. I think you want to put it back on repeat and send it to your friends and families because I think this is uh, one that will help shape the life and uh, you get to enjoy it together. Talk to you soon.